LNS 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 <laughs> The Late Mind Show on the Cat Africa Podcast with Chris Abel Hi there, my name is Chris Abel and you are listening to the Chris Abel Talks Africa Podcast on Anchor Get involved Hey, 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 beautiful listeners Welcome to another exciting episode of The Late Mind Show Which you're one and only <laughs> The one who loves you, the one who cares about you Chris Abel uh, Today on The Late Mind Show, I'm going to be talking about something really pressing And I'm so happy I, I get, I'm get i getting to talk about this at a time where it's getting a lot of attention And audience, because people are beginning to see uh, the more reason why this is totally wrong and why if nothing is done about it i mean it's already it's already taking nigeria taking africa to to be a doom and if we don't do something about it um right now we will be sorry at a very very near 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 date okay uh so yahoo yahoo <laughs> internet fraud uh, a lot of persons have been waiting to see, uh, to hear what Chris Abel have to say about this, to read what I want to write about this, uh, to know my thoughts and opinion about this. It is wrong. I don't know how you want to look at it. Uh, left, right, center, top, bottom, it is totally wrong. I mean, why on earth would you celebrate, glamorize, and idolize wrong? I mean, that, 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 even though that seems to be, uh, the other things these days in Africa and Nigeria, um, in particular, uh, people now celebrate the nonsense that they do. I'm not, listen, understand something if you're listening to me right now. I am not judging you. I don't care what you do. I don't care what your hustle is. If your hustle puts food on your table, that's fine. That's your business. Just walk hard. I, see, I'm not judging you, okay? Uh, I, I feel I'm perfect because I'm not into this or I feel I'm in a better position to say, okay, yes, let me join the millions of people saying that this is wrong. Maybe because they've been victims or their families in relations have been victim of um, scam and stuff. Like, No, no, I'm not judging you. I really don't care. What I care about is the picture, the image you portray when you celebrate this nonsense is affecting me. Yes, I'm using myself as a direct uh, uh, a victim right now. It's affecting me. You know why it's affect, uh, affecting me? Because then I'm going to give birth to a child in this country that you are messing up based on the bad image that you are reputing. You want to do your sh- do it in, in do it in secret, do it in the closet. I mean, it's it's appalling these days that you you know for a fact that what you're doing is wrong. You go ahead and do it, and then you come out in public to let the public, rather let the world, see that you are yeah shit for this thing that you're doing. I don't, I don't. It's it breaks my heart. It really does breaks my heart. Young children around us, young people, young Nigerians, boys, girls, they don't have a future. This is not a curse. It's what's there. It's what's obvious. They don't have a future anymore. You know why I said they don't have a future? Because their future is already with them. They've already, they've grown to say, okay, you know what? I'm just going to stop school at SS1 or at SS2 or at SS3 and then I'm just going to go join HQ and start making money and live large, buy a car. Because to them, the future is about buying cars, building houses and having enough money. Yes, it's important, but there's, I mean, life is more than that. We need to understand this. Youths no longer have aspirations. They don't longer have dreams. Their dream is faint. Their dream is one, one way. It's streamlined. And it's, their dream is chaotic. 
Their dream that they are having these days, this year, this era is destructive. Destructive to them, destructive to their family, destructive to the economy, destructive to Africa. Our image in the international scene is almost being wiped out. If it's not almost, if it's, if it's not even totally wiped out, it's blurred with a lot of nonsense. You go apply for a visa and they're no longer looking at, okay, um, you have the potential to make my country great because then I, I saw a movie. Um, I think I'm not listening. I don't do, I don't do Nigerian movies. Okay. I'm not against them, but I just feel they have to do. There's a lot needs to be done before I'll sit my ass down and spend an hour to watch an Hollywood movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's some that are good anyways, but then yeah, that's by the way. Now I, I saw this movie. And in the movie, uh, the girl got scholarship to go study in America. And then the father was asking her, why did you choose uh, to go study in America? And then she said to herself, because uh, America is a good country to dream. That struck, that struck a chord in me. You're leaving your country to study in another country because to you, that country is the best place for you to have that dream that you want to achieve and come make, make come to reality. Can this be set for the youth of Nigeria nowadays? No, totally no. Absolutely zero over hundred or zero over ten or zero. It's totally nothing. Now we are in a uh, we're, we're in a system. This economy doesn't put us in a place where we can dream. And I think that's the excuse most of us are using to say, you know what? I'm done with the system. You can't be done with the system. That's not how life works. You don't give up like that because you think there is an what? Okay, now what if there was no other means to? Go join an HQ, or what if there was no HQ, or if what if there was nothing like Yahoo? Don't you think you'd actually have fastened your belt, buckled up even much more tighter, and you know, go on with the race and say, I must make it. Every single day you wake up to go online because yes, every single morning when I wake up after doing my prayers and everything I need to do, not like I do the prayers every morning, <laughs> but then after doing everything I need to do, I go online. I need to feed my head with information. And yes, I filter the information I feed my head with. I, 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 I go on CNN, I see and I want to see what's happening internationally. Uh, you know, there's news with President Trump. I want to be updated. I want to know what's happening. Not just because I want to feel knowledgeable, but because when I be, when I, when I, when I'm opportunity to stay somewhere or to be somewhere where, um, a certain contribution is required of me or uh, there's a certain conversation going on, I should be able to understand how to be part of that environment and that conversation and to relate with such people because I am inclined with what they're talking about. I fed myself. Hopes are dead. Dreams are dying. Yes, the system is bad. The system is dead. But if we channel the energy that we are putting into becoming an HQ chairman or being part of an HQ into making our country work, we will head somewhere and we'll make a headway. Listen, they, they, I mean, the youth are the pillar of uh, the church, they would say. And then they would tell the youth, obviously, the pillar of uh, the country. They move the country forward. But I don't think we understand that we have the power, the tools, the, 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 the equipment, the intellect, the, 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 the raw talent in us to make Nigeria work. Now, listen, I'm going to say F-U-C-K to uh, Blaming corruption for what we what we're experiencing today. Yes, it is what we're experiencing today. But there's something. Um, 
uh, Obi Ezekwesele said at a summit back in Ghana, and she said we need to ha- we need to come up with disruptive leadership. I think I don't know how she really put that, but in essence, youth need to change the status quo. The reason why we're experiencing what we're experiencing today in this country because millions of youth have turned their back and say, you know what, I'm done with this country. I'm focusing on what's facing me and that's making money. I'm not like you're making money in a legit way in the first place and that's uh, spending money. Let me say, let me, let me know this word making money because you're not making it, you're stealing it. And that's spending money and making people on the grams feel like, or rather see me that I'm living big, I'm not suffering and stuff like that. You know, some of this, now listen, it annoys me when some of this Yahoo participants, because you all are applicants and participants now. When I, when it, it, it annoys me when some of these Yahoo participants, they, they come up with um, captions on posts like, um, never will I go back to being poor, never will I go back to, you know, they, 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 they quote things like they've been through hell and now, you know, you, are you, are you, you've been through hell. At the age of 18, you have a car and a, and a house, luxurious cars, houses, you're spending money. Yes, to you, you have arrived and you say because at that age you've acquired this, you've been through hell. Do you know what hell is? How many times did you write your jam? Have you written jam for six times? Have you been depressed? Have you been frustrated? Have you applied for jobs and you've been turned down? Have you not been able, or rather, have you been able to, uh, have you been in a position whereby your mother needs to get a medication, what's the, the, the littlest of money and you can't afford it? Don't tell me you've been through hell when you left secondary school, go join an HK and you were opportune to meet a bastard that was greedy to give you money and you think you've arrived. You have not arrived. No, you've not. You have not arrived at all. Now I read a I, I read a post uh, online and uh, it was more like here yeah, and it says the Baba now the, the, now before I say this let's understand that no sensible human being with the rate at which the Yahoo Yahoo has become rampant no sensible human being and when I mean human being I'm referring to the white people that are, that are always falling victim to to your lots. Uh, no sensible human being would open their clear eyes at this era in 2019 and pay $20,000 into your account if you're not manipulating this said person spiritually. Yes. I no put whatever mouth to talk on. Yahoo Plus. Because y'all know that you can't do this on a normal day or rather, yeah, normal sense, you not go, you not jump overboard. You take your conscience away from you, you shove it into somewhere you don't even care where you left it, and then you are able to kill people for rituals just because you want to make money, just because you want to drive the bands, just because you want to um, impress, just because you want to stunt for the gram. I stunt for the gram sometimes in my brokenness. I don't have to wait till I'm in a perfect location to, I was saying this to a friend. If you check my Instagram profile, I don't have to wait. See, I'm in a perfect location, the perfect spot. If I look sexy and hot in that picture, I'm posting it. I'm going to post it. I don't care about the background. Are you, are, you, are you liking the background? If you don't like it, like me in the picture. I People, now listen, a lot of you would literally take your last money, your last money and go to the restaurant just because you can buy, just so you could buy, um, yeah, a product or an item and you can sit and just take a picture and stunt for the gram and 
That's it, it sets in from there. That's where the problem starts from. Inferiority complex. It, it, it sets in from there. When you start feeling like you have to do more than you can to impress people, it's easy for you to have the heart to want to go into this, this bullshit. Let me call it bullshit. Now, like I said, I am not judging anybody. I am not going to judge your moral conscience, uh, your, 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 your morality. I'm not going to judge anything about you. I really don't care about all, all this. What I am trying to say is you should not, for the life of humanity, celebrate your nonsense in public. You know for a fact you are into fraud. You know this is a crime. And you you still stunt and celebrate this on the ground like, oh, because it's nothing. Some of these internet fraudsters, they've acquired wealth to the point where the only reason why they flaunt and stunt in, for the public and celebrate their nonsense because they know that when the EFCC... Because, now, let me say something with... Um, with this EFCC people, I have my problem with y'all, and yeah, I'm in my house. I have my problem with the EFCC because to me, I feel they only go after the people they can go after when it comes to internet fraud, and then they do that and then use that to uh, give the public that okay, we are working, we are curbing these issues, we are actually fighting this um, internet crime. This yeah. We are, we're actually doing our job. But you, in essence, you're not. Because if you are doing your job and if you think you have the authority to actually um, question, interrogate, and arrest people that are into economic and financial crime, you should obviously be arresting... Don't let me call names. I'm not going to call... I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to write into politics right now. stuff. So. But you're not doing your job. You're only going after the people you know you can. Now, most of these internet thrusters have acquired wealth to the point where they're not even bothered because when the EFCC comes, they know what they're not the right button to push. So what are we talking about? Some of the members of the... Some of the staff of EFCC... I'm not... This is not an allegation. I'm just saying... Some of y'all might be doing it because obviously you have... You're on a level where nobody can question you. So imagine somebody from the EFC is into, is into uh, internet fraud. Who's going to go catch the thief? Or rather, who's going to go catch the catcher? Internet fraud has eaten deep into our system. Nigeria especially. N-I-G-E-R-I-A. Y'all don't know how great and beautiful those letters sum up to make that word Nigeria. Y'all don't know how great we are. We are rich. We are richer than most of the richest countries. Yeah, we are rich. We are wealthy, but you are, we are greedy. We are wealthy. We are greedy. You will make you, okay, now you steal, you steal the money from outside. You bring it here and you don't have anything important anything relevant you're doing with it you just want to spend how can you be so stupid to go to the club and buy over 15 bottles of belay and you just yeah just yeah let just call my name on the mic on the mic let did you call my name that i i did this it's a competition and then when there's another group of uh, uh, internet frosters in the same club yeah they are the other 20 bottles and then the first group was like, "Oh no, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot uh, order, you cannot outdo us. Give us thirty butters." And you're just making the club make money, and you're just fooling yourselves, thinking, "Yes, are you are you okay?" See, I, there, there's so much we can say about how how deep this this internet fraud is eating into our country. But I beg you now, even now listen, even our celebrities, y'all, y'all, most of y'all are into this thing. 
and then you cover up with oh I'm a celebrity uh, I'm a musical artist I make money from tours I make money from uh, music how many persons buy your music how many persons listen to your to your quack to your to your nonsense for you to tell me that yes you're making such money to purchase such luxury cars and have such expensive lives I am not jealous of you I am pissed that you are being retarded with your life and this retardedness is obviously mm, yeah reflecting back in the economy and the society and this is the same economy and this is the same society that i live in this is the same society this is the same economy i am trying to progress in and you're making that not possible and yes i will vent i will rant i would i would talk i would be pissed about this particular issue because you're not just doing it to yourself or rather you're not just doing it to affect it's affecting me directly i don't know about any other person but it's affecting me directly you why why would you celebrate this you're celebrating now listen if Tony Elmelu is celebrating his success, yes, it's something people should be looking up to. I want to be like Tony. What did he do? What did he, you know, did he, how did he start? What, what, what were his challenges? How he got to the top? I want to emulate that so I can be like Tony. I don't want to emulate the person buying the, the, the uh, bands. is less than 20 years old. He has a bands, a range, a house. Even if, even if you left university, you graduated as the best student, you left university at the age of 14, yes, based on scholarship, and then you landed a job at NASA. The people that even works at NASA that make, they don't even spend the way you people are spending. Don't people have sense? I mean, I have, I have friends that are into this Yahoo thing, and I am, to some extent, in as much as it's not, um, a satisfaction, but then I am happy that this group of people that I know that are into this, they are sensible. Because I know a lot of other persons and I, I don't bring close to myself because they are not sensible. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't, I don't care to know, um, why. Now, now listen, some of this, now what irritates my soul and my blood is the illiterates that are into this internet fraud. And then they come and tell you the reason why I'm doing this because uh, back in the days the white people came to uh, Africa and then took us as slaves. Blah blah blah. We went to their country, we worked for them. Now we are trying to take the money back. What money? Did your father have anything, or did your forefathers have, have anything to their name that you want to take back from innocent people? Are you are you are you going mental? I mean, I would like to think that they did you all a favor. If you're saying, uh, oh, they took our forefathers back in the days as slaves to America, blah, blah, blah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, to the lucky forefathers that didn't die, ended up becoming American citizens, gave birth to children, and to some extent, or rather to some random mathematics and some, uh, yeah, one, some of y'all actually saying, uh, giving this excuse that they took your forefathers as slaves, so therefore you're trying to bring the money back and blah, blah, and all the SHIT. You are actually a benefactor, rather, a bene a benefiting from the fact that your forefathers were taken as slaves because if they weren't taken as slaves they would not become american citizens at some point and if they were not american citizens you will not be enjoying the benefits that you're enjoying as an american uh, uh, citizen descendant from um, an african-american parent or something so pull a chair sit down and be thankful because they did you a favor by taking your forefathers from this l hole into something beautiful yes they tortured them at first and stuff i mean those were back in the days those were the era why would you justify the nonsense that you're doing with the sole fact that because it took your forefathers asleep your forefathers are probably didn't have anything to their name your forefathers you didn't even know your forefathers weren't even sure if they maybe wanted to go there yes i know the story of the slave trade and all that back in the days but please it's not a yardstick it is not a yardstick at all 
how can you say you 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 are trying to take this money? What you don't even know the people that took your forefathers. Your forefathers didn't even have nothing to their name. Let's be realistic, please. Okay, yes, they did have something in your name. You the money you take, did your father have anything worth ten thousand dollars if you if you equate it back? If your father was worth ten thousand dollars back then, didn't you don't you think you would oversee probably not be doing this internet fraud that you're doing right now? You go to HQ and they fill your brains with all sort of nonsense that yes, you know, they're, they're, I mean, I know say every man they hustle, but then again, you, know, you, you if your hustle is dirty, if your hustle is disgusting, you don't celebrate it. You don't celebrate it. Don't be stupid. It's just, it's really, I mean, no, chief, our youths don't want to go to school anymore, and then they tell you school now scam. And now listen, I read, I read something somebody's post and then the person said oh um all you're criticizing this internet first and saying that they're uh, into fraud and stuff like that you're you're you all are hypocrites because then you you as a university student you you add some little extra zeros on your fees or to your, for your parents and you don't think you are a fraud and in as much as i want to pick the message from that i only got somebody trying to use this to you know, cover their ass, to cover their shame, to cover their disgust, to to feel okay. Let me satisfy my conscience that if these people are actually now, it's it's, it's same way. It's same way they say. Um, how would I put it? They tell you uh, uh, when you do doing a sin lesser than mine makes yours uh, greater. So makes your punishment great, <laughs> darling, <laughs> Nick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sin na sin <laughs> sin is sin wrong is wrong disgust is disgust what is not good is not good what is bad is bad don't paint it blue don't paint it white say it as it is and why is why i'm saying i'm not perfect i mean I'm, i might not be doing internet fraud but there are other things i'm doing that's disgusting that i can't celebrate in public and i'm wise to know that if I celebrate this in public, so many other persons that look up to me that want to be like me, it's easy for them to not start following my footsteps to, 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 to become that disgust. So, what am I trying to say here? You're hustling, you're doing your SHIT, that's that's your problem, that's your business. But please do not lead our young leaders of tomorrow into temptation do not lead them into the part of regret you do not lead them into the part of destruction because you're doing it it's working for you doesn't mean it's, it's going to work out for somebody and if you're into internet fraud understand this understand this one day for the thief another day for the owner my friend used to, my, 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 my best friend, my brother, he says to me that what makes you think that karma is not gonna visit these people that are into internet fraud? And you know this thing about karma, it feels like it doesn't exist. Because you do you might do something today and then in the next ten years, karma doesn't come to you. But one day it just boom, takes you. 
and because you don't know, you are not ready for it. You just start blaming. Oh yeah, my village people. Oh, they don't want me to prosper. Oh yeah, it's why you see some of these people that are into internet fraud. You buy a car today, you drive it tomorrow, you bash it, and you start. Yeah, maybe your camera came really quick, or your your, your camera was really really ready for you at that time. But understand something: karma is gonna definitely karma is a bitch. It's gonna definitely come back to you. So, what am I trying to say here? Please. Nigerians, African youth, we are the leaders of tomorrow. We want to see change in this country. We want to see change in Africa. It starts from me. It starts from you. And it's not going to happen with the way you are going or with the way I am going. We're going to come together and say, you know what? We are going to make Nigeria great and we're going to make Africa great. When we Listen, when we speak as a body, young people, when we speak, powers have... Let me... Whatever powers is there have no option than to listen. We don't understand what we carry. We don't understand how important we are. Don't be useless. Don't be don't allow somebody use you as like you're empty or you have nothing to offer. Every single one of you, you that's into this internet internet fraud, you have something to offer. Now let me say something. Let me say something here. Um some of the people doing internet fraud with the skills you have in preparing illegal documents to be legal in terms of uh, graphic design, editing, later head, constructing the perfect cover letter, uh, constructing yeah, proposals, you know, bank transfers and stuff like that. Those are skills you don't know you possess, but you're using them for the wrong reasons. And this is where the economy or rather the system needs to do better in fishing out these talents and recruiting them into government agencies where they can utilize these skills for the betterment of the country and for Africa. Listen, gentlemen, this is the Chris Able Talks Africa podcast. I mean, I got to leave you guys here. Uh, it's getting too long on this podcast and on this episode. So uh, please try to spread love, spread the message of goodwill, spread message of um, stop. We need, to, we need to go with an hashtag. Um, stop internet fraud, right? I don't know, but well, maybe the, the the likes of uh, Pamelarin and Cole, yeah, they should bring an hashtag for us to do to yeah. But we need to do better, Nigerians, young people, youths. You are strong. You are you are talented. You you are productive. You are you are energized. You have what it takes. You have what it takes. Just sit down, believe in yourself first, and look for that thing you carry that will solve or that will contribute towards making Africa great again. This is the Care Africa podcast coming to you from your favorite podcast channel, Anchor.fm. Do well to share, like, comment on this episode and I will appreciate it so much. If you need to reach me with your comments or you want to send a mail to me, that will be ketafrica at gmail.com or maybe you want to comment or yeah, a direct mail on our social media handles, use at Ket Africa. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. I love you. Bye. LNS. 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 <laughs> the Late Mind Show on Ket Africa Podcast with Chris Abel. Hi there. My name is Chris Abel, and you are listening to the Chris Abel Talks Africa Podcast on Encore. Get involved.
Hey, 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 beautiful listeners, welcome to another exciting episode of the Late Night Show with your one and only, the one who loves you, the one who cares about you, Chris Abel. Uh, today on the Late Night Show, we're going to talk about the Nigeria education system. Now, this is a pressing issue that concerns me, concerns you, concerns your unborn children, concerns my unborn kids, because I don't think I'm going to let them be in Nigeria or in Africa to study for their education. I don't know. It's 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 a it's a probability. It's it's a fifty fifty thing. Let's hope it's uh, restructured before they come into existence. Now, um, we need to understand something that when it comes to public and private institutions, it's okay to say the public institutions are garbage because they're not catered for. I mean, you have educators in the public institutions that don't get salary for three four months, and this is because. Yes, let me say this again. The government is... I'm sorry. Should I apologize for this? But yeah, the government is garbage. And it's garbage because there's no past structure. There's no proper past structure in the Nigerian system government. Everybody just go ahead and do what they please. What what suits them, not what suits the economy. And this is affecting... Or rather, this is, this is evidence in the Nigerian education system. Now, listen... Why would you expect um, an educator in the public um, institution of learning, either in secondary schools, or university, college educations, polytechnics, and the works, what, why would you think they would give their best to students when they come to work and three months they are not paid? The students are not going to get the best. These educators will be lackadaisical to want to give their best. They'll be sluggish to want to teach. I mean... Teachers in secondary schools from public um, institutions, they, they, they basically just walk into school and then they'll just give their lesson or their, their, their lecture notes and say, hey, you come, be, go, go, put, go, go detect this stuff for the people in class. Let them just copy and they will read and exam will come. I'll give them exam. And you think that is not half-baked education? I really would not blame these educators because, I mean, you want me to give my knowledge to some other persons for free? No, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. Comparing it to the private institutions where, um, as an educator, you don't do your job, you get fired. Or as an educator, you don't do your job, you get queried. Nobody queries these public institutions. Nobody queries them. They're just there receiving government money because it's huge. And so they're there. And even if they don't get paid for three months, sometimes they're okay with it because they, they feel like, okay, after three months, if we go on a strike or we go on something on a march, they will pay us our money. And then three months salary combined together is a huge deal for them. So yes, at another angle, they are, yeah, they're okay with it. So because they know that maybe after three months or four months or when it's getting too much, we'll make a march and then they might probably listen to us. They feel like a difficult to educate these children and these students for this period of time. And that can't happen in the private institution. It's why most persons would prefer their children going to a private institution of learning rather than a public institution. Let's not talk about the strikes that happens with this um, government-owned institution and, and the works. Like it's It's just crazy. Now, let's look at the entry challenges when it comes to university education in Nigeria. I I wrote the Joint Administration Matriculation Board exam uh, 
twice and I know there are persons. I have friends that wrote this exam five times and this is something that happens yearly. It's not like you can write the exam January, you fail and then April you go right or September you go right. You still have a shot at entering the university um, that same year. No, when you miss it that year, you have to wait for the next year to write it. And this is bizarre. This is ridiculous. Uh, Constraining the fact that people write this exam, they prepare for it with all their might, with all their energy and everything. And yes, just when they pass the exam, they have to go through the university's exam that they chose, which is uh, the, the post me. So after writing your jam exam, you still have to write your post me exam for you to move to go to university to gain admission to that university you chose and the posturing exam is something that out of 100 persons yeah literally 40 persons 50 persons failed that exam not because they actually failed but because there is corruption in the land and there you see things like the vc list the obas list the governor's list the the titties and boobs list, the eye list, the nose list, everybody has their list. Everybody's calling in favors. And you as an ordinary Nigerian that don't, I'm using Nigeria as a case study. I always like to use Nigeria as a case study because I am Nigerian. And am I proud of it? That's a topic for another day. <laughs> so as the ordinary Nigerian, you don't belong to any of this list. So it's between yourself, your God and your brain. So you write your exam hoping that, okay, yes, you will make the list. But then again, you do make the list, but mm, they need to call in favor for the governor's uh, list. So your name is taken out. And somebody that's not even worth that education, that's not even worth to get in, uh, entry into that um, department, gets it. All because of corruption and favorism. Or favoritism. That, that's a word. And it, it's really crazy. Now, let me, let's compare this to uh, Dublin, Ireland. I'm going to compare this because I, I live there. Okay. And... I understood or rather I saw how things work there and it's something that Nigeria can adopt. It's not that difficult. It's not, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not that difficult for us to have an excellent education system in Nigeria if we can let go of the corruption and the shenanigans that happens with, yeah, education politics will be fine. Now, there is something called the Central Applications Office, which is a CAO in Dublin, in Ireland, most part of Europe. And this body is responsible for regulating um, entry exams to the university from secondary school. Meaning, uh, as a secondary school student, when you write your final year exam, which is the WIAC or WAS, based on how you scored, will determine where they will put you um on the list or rather because then there's a form you you, you choose uh first choice second choice third and fourth choice and then these various institutions have their entry cut uh, their entry cut of mark may i say 360 250 400 uh, depending on the course you want to study so when you fill in this cao application form and you write the exam your score is matched with the four options you chose so per adventure you got 350 from the from the um, living certificate examination, which is like the WIAC, when you get 40, when, we, when you get uh, 300, they go to the CAO, the CAO matches it and say, okay, your first choice was 400 you need, but you didn't get it, so that's cancelled out of you. Uh, your second choice was uh, 350, but you only had 300, so they took it out. And then your third choice was 250, but you have 300. You are placed on the top list for that third choice option. Because you had, you needed 250 to get in there, but then you have 300, that's 50 above it. That's where they're going to put you. So you obviously know that first and second is not for you. But if you do want to get the first and second, then you have to write the exam again. 
But if you're okay with the third choice, because first before you fill the form, you have to go through the schools and say, okay, these are the one. It's like that with the joint administration uh, um, uh, matriculation board exam, the jam. That's how supposed to be. But what's the point or what's the essence with the post UME? After writing this exam, you have to write the post UME. If the school is not able to accommodate a certain number of people, then shouldn't there be a cost for getting more institutions? I mean, every everybody wants to go to a particular university, but then again, I would understand when uh, this university are trying to find measures to cut the numbers down because, yeah, it's probably too much for them and stuff. You get. But the truth is, if we if we scrap out, it's a necessary evil. We we need to take out post journey. If we take out post journey, we're giving more rooms to the joint administration board to do more regulation. Okay, they should give, if, if possible, put five options for school from first to the list and five being the list. So when you write your joint, uh, your, your jam exam, your score is matched. Now, not everybody that wrote the exam needs to go to University of Benin or University of Port Harcourt or Unilag or University of Ibadan or something. Those core top schools. If your jam score, if, if, if I mean, if that be the case, make the jam exam extremely hard or harder. So you know that you have to prepare even harder for this exam because this just one exam is going to determine if you're going to get into the university or not. I don't see the, I don't see the point for a posthumous exam. It's just, it's just, we need to encourage people to go to school and not to make them not want to go to school. Is the reason why we have people going into Yahoo, Yahoo, because they say to themselves, school now scam. School is not scam. And I'm a living testimony of that, that school is not scam. Okay? But then again, we are frustrating these people that want to go to school. A lot of Nigerians really want to go to school. A lot of Africans really want to go to school. But then again, it's a frustrated system. They can't get entry they can't get admission and then they are only after how what do you expect of a boy that writes his jam exam six seven times some write it ten times and that's ten years trying to get into school for ten years i will be frustrated if i had written my jam exam for the fourth time i probably would have given up on school but thank heavily thank thank my parents i left the country yeah i went abroad and not everybody's opportunity to, to have this um, chance that I had. Okay. Now, talking about education abroad, why do we see a lot of Africans trying to gain uh, foreign admission into universities? Now, some of these universities might not be as credible as the ones we have in, in Nigeria and some other parts of Africa, but just because it's across the border of Africa, it's in a foreign land, it's in a white man's land. Yes, we want to go there to seek better opportunities. Now, um, while I was in Dublin studying for my living certificate examination, that's the final year exam um, equivalent to the WIAC in, in West Africa, West Africa Examination Council. Um, while I was back in Dublin preparing for this exam, we were given an opportunity to register for a study class. Now, this study class is totally not compulsory. You can decide to join and you can decide not to join. And if I can recollect, this is me closing my eyes, trying to look back to that classroom with a blue door, white walls, um, rugged floor, um, heater and stuff. Yeah. While I was, while we were studying, we, we were, we were less than, we were less than 20. 
in the study class. Because the truth is, a lot of my classmates, a lot of my classmates that were white people, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going to use the word, they were lazy. <laughs> they really didn't care as much as that. It was majority black people that were in that class. And I, if we're 20, uh, I think 15 of us were black people. You know the sweet thing about this class? You are asked to come to this class rest to study in terms of preparing you for your final year exam. And even while you're in this class, you can, yeah, you can do your assignments for the day. You can decide not to study. You can decide to play. But then again, just be in a confined space, which means they are forcing you to study, but not physically forcing you, compelling you to study more so. Now, we do this, and at the end of the week, every week, every study uh, uh, student participant in that study session gets 70 euro check. I'm not, I didn't pull what I'm about to say it. I didn't joke you. And this secondary school wasn't, wasn't like a top notch school or rather was it like, yes, they have all the best. It was an expensive school. No, it was more like a public school, though not public, but yeah, it was more so like that. And 70 euro check every week just for me to study for an exam. I want to write for myself for my future. Like, I don't understand. Like, are you are you trying to get what I'm trying to say, say right now? You're paying me to study. I will study for always, forever. Seventy euro a week. I go to school. I don't even work. I'm just going to school, and you're paying me seventy euro just to stay there for less than two hours or three hours tops to study for myself. Come on, that's a form of encouragement. In as much as I probably don't like school or, or probably somebody I don't like, I like, I like school. No, not entirely. <laughs> now, nah, for somebody that doesn't like school, that's, that's a form of encouragement. Okay. You, we don't, now we can have things like this in the Nigeria education system. But then again, it all boils down to greed, corruption. Now, every year, over 2,000, um, Nigerians seeking, um, undergraduate admission spend nothing less than $3,000. To gain foreign admission, be it in a university outside of Nigeria, still in Africa, or outside of Africa, in Europe, America, nothing less than $3,000, over 2,000 um, students seeking admission. Now, I, I say this because, well, I, I was paying um, $1,150 per semester, and I, I do two semesters a year uh, in my school. That's $3,000 for my tuition every year. And the year I decide to do summer, my, my father is going to hear it hot because then he's going to pay my tuition three times in a year because then I wanted to graduate fast. And it was opportunity for me to do some of my courses I would do uh, the next summer in, in the next semester in summer. So, yeah. Uh, triple the problem for him but then again yeah so every year i pay three thousand dollars now <clears throat> in my first year in the university um my class was a total number of uh 250 and above my class <clears throat> my physics class our attendance sheet was over say 250 and above i don't think i'm exaggerating and out of that 250 200 were nigerians and if I am paying $3,000 a year, this is 199 other persons paying the same amount a year. We've not considered the tea fare, transportation, those are going to fly, the accommodation that is ranging from $600 to $700 per semester, the feeding, the cost of living, all totaling up to, say, $5,000. This money is entering an economy that is not Nigerians. No, that's not Nigerians. We don't own that economy. We are rather putting this money in somebody else's economy. 
Don't we think if our education system was better and up to a standard where people don't have to spend this much to travel, don't you think it's another avenue for us to keep and retain this source of revenue in the country? Let, let, let's look at the amount of people that pay for tens, tens of thousands of dollars per semester in foreign institutions like America, Europe. It's 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 crazy. Is, is anybody not? Don't we have? Are we not thinking in this country? Are we not thinking in this country? Why is nobody thinking? How can over two now make make a multiplication on that? Two thousand times three thousand. I believe two times three is six. That is, is that not six million dollars or billion every year going into another country? Money that should be retained in here. That's our key problem. That's one of our problem. It's 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 really annoying. Nothing is going to work because then if the government, if if, if the minister of education says, "Oh, uh, we need a budget of so 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 billionaire because part of the things we'll be using this money for is to give out say five thousand naira every week to um, students preparing for their jam exams or preparing for their YAC and stuff like that." The money's there. The money. Trust me. If we decide to make it even twenty thousand each every week to students. Preparing for their final exam as a means of encouraging them to study hard and pass their exam. The money is there. But if the money is released, are we going to see the money? No. Corruption? Yes. Now, we also need to check the delivery stat. Now, the reason why um, foreign education is better than African education is the delivery. The delivery pattern, the delivery style, the, the, the class level. Now, while I was in my final year preparing for my exam, we had something called the... Um, Ordinary level, uh, higher level, and then we have foundation class. Now, um, to better help you understand these various levels, now, if the ordinary level are going to do 100 things and units or simple arithmetics in maths, higher level maths class, we're going to be doing quadratic equations and stuff like that. And then foundation, I'm probably going to be doing, yeah, the one plus one and the really, 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 really basic. Now, most of this foundation, people don't even do maths. They do vocational stuff like, yeah, hairdressing, um, at work and stuff. Now, this delivery pattern, they've been able to sectionalize students based on the group they can excel in. We don't have that in Africa. You, you just put everybody in one group and you expect them to say, okay, yes, your brain should all work perfectly. And then it, it, let, let's take it back to our homes where our parents be like, the person who carry first to your class get two head. Like the person who's leading or uh, having the lead position in your class, is he, is he, is he having two heads or is he having um, a better head than you? Sometimes we need to understand that people process things differently. It might take me a week to understand that one plus one is two and it might take you few split nanoseconds to understand that one plus one is two and one minus one is zero that's your level of understanding but you making me try to fit in such level of understanding is chaotic and that's why we keep having the problems we have in uh, educational results in nigeria today okay who said that public who, who says but i mean why can't public schools, government schools, have computer rooms? Why can't they have computer rooms? Why can't public school, why can't government school have a um, projector for learning? Why are we still using chalkboards? Why are we still using chalkboards? 
listen the money is there to fix all these things but like i said again corruption and this is why the delivery style pattern and class level educational style overall for uh, foreign uh, uh, institutions will always always be better than african um, education now listen let me give you a quick um, uh, analysis that would that would make you feel really really bad with the Nigerian education system right now um in two ta- now uh when i got admission when i came back from dublin i got admission to uh study in accra Institute of technology um accra ghana uh, now listen i would forever be grateful for my alma mater that was that is not was that is one of the best university you can go to if you want to excel in life i'm not trying to promote the university right now but because i am a product of that university i should be able to celebrate it because while i was back in university in my hundred level as a fresher i was introduced to c++ programming languages i was introduced to things that normally i would need to wait to say final year before i would get to know these things but no i was introduced to these things okay now what this school does is be you a business person you want to do human resource you want to do uh, whatever you want to do it has to be it related because that's the, that's the future and literally the university's um, slogan is the university of the future and they are meeting up to that standard it's not a big massive university but then again the administrators the owners they understand that technology it is the future the world has gone global so everything should revolve around that line that path why are we not having our children our students from set from primary um, level um, up onto secondary school level to the university inclined with it stuff why are we not having that it's really 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 now the thing the 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 the, the thing with this education abroad this foreign education is that when you graduate from a foreign institution you get you have a better opportunity afterwards no doubt about that no doubt about that now my, my sister my sister said to me um she's going to try to come get work in nigeria because she's not she's not based here she's going to try to come get work in nigeria after finishing a school there and i'm like what makes you think uh you're going to get a job here and she was like relax i am a foreigner i'm like oh wow it made sense because somebody coming with a diploma from a foreign university would probably get a job uh, i mean would probably get a job rather than somebody here that finished with a bsc from a university that's just that's just the truth it's just a truth now it's sickening and i think if the minister of education is listening to me right now something should be done about this okay um it's sickening that you can't take your bsc degree from here and say uh give me a job i have a bsc from nigeria first of all everything coming from nigeria is already considered as lies false fabricated because we're known for things like that so even if it's legit for that excuse me for them just to be safe they just tell you uh eh, you have to probably write another exam to top this up so we can be sure that yes you actually did write to pass this exam to get the certificate that you claim you have and that is that is worrisome that is uh, i don't i don't know it's it's just i mean you 
taking your, your, your BSc from Nigeria and so say you're going to um, America and you want to be a nurse or you want to be a doctor but you have your master's in you know you're still going to write a particular exam for you to be able to do or rather work with them but then if you bring their certifications from there to here we are so soon to oh we want you oh come join us oh you, you have the job oh and if you have an accent added to that certification you don't you're probably not going to go for an interview they're like oh you, we're taking you we, we, we need you and now what is we need listen listen this 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 one beats me really bad although i was part of it growing up but then again realizing now it's just it's just total not awful why are we having an education system where students can literally drop out of school I'm going to call it dropout of school at SS1 or SS2 first term and say they are going to attend lectures, jam lectures, WAEC lectures outside of school because, yeah, they are trying to prepare for the exam and there's no point or rather there's no, according to them, there's no need for them to go through SS3 and pay school fees when they will be writing the exam at in SS2. Now, that is a problem. It's a problem because then in these external lectures is where you see people trying to live up to standard. Oh, I want to wear the best clothes because then you're not putting on uniform. Because one of the advantages of you being in school is wearing a particular uniform. You don't have to buy clothes every day or change clothes every day or think, oh, somebody's dressing better than you are. You have just one particular uniform all through till you finish secondary school. But because you're going for these external lectures, the rich kids will come and you want to be like them. For you to be like them, you're not doing things you're not supposed to do. And this is where the whole... I want to do internet fraud start coming in. This is where the whole losing interest in education starts setting in because then you say to yourself, these persons that are doing these things or that are doing this big, they're not even in the university yet. They are my mates. But then they are doing these great things. They're dressing, having good phones, and I need to be like them. Inferiority complex starts setting in. We need to stop students from leaving school in just listen, you will go to school till SS, till SS3 third term. You will graduate in secondary school. Then you write your, your YA. You don't, I mean, we need to cut out this, uh, yeah, you're allowed to leave the school and go right. We need to cancel external lecture centers. I don't know how you want to do it. Yes, it's going to affect so many persons in terms of those that own these lecture centers. Uh, it's a money making uh, avenue for them and stuff like that. But we want the best for our children. We want the best for our students. I want the best for uh, my cousins still in school. You get me? I believe you want the best for um, your religion still in school. And although not all of them will participate in this inferiority complex uh, bullshit shenanigans, to keep the entire majority safe, we need to cancel and cut off external lectures. That's just the truth. Anyways, uh, this episode is getting longer than I thought. So, um, yeah, I believe we've been able to establish the fact that Nigeria education system uh, is total garbage. And then I've actually cited some necessary evil that we need to do to fix this. Uh, this is still the late night show on the Cat Africa podcast coming to you from uh, Anchor.fm. Um, I'm sorry I'm going to have to leave you here Because uh, yes, I'm way overboard my time But then again, don't forget, I love you uh, Do what to share this And tag and comment If you feel you need to send me um, a mail Use uh, ketafrica at gmail.com Or better still, you can drop your comments On our comment sessions on With ketafrica That's at ketafrica Now, don't forget, I love you Spread the word, goodbye, good night, And <laughs> I love you. Bye.